So, Ian, this is our last double-digit episode of Hubshots. Why should people listen? We talk about business growth, Craig, my customer service focus, more Google My Business tips, and a fantastic productivity tip towards the end of the episode. All right, so this is episode 99. Just one more to go till our special episode 100. You're not going to want to miss that. So I want to welcome you all to Hubshots, the podcast for marketing managers who are using HubSpot. My name's Ian Jacob from Search and Be Found, and with me is my co-host Craig Bailey from Zen Systems. How are you, Craig? Yeah, really good. So tell me about this customer success research that's come out of HubSpot. This is our inbound thought of the week, Craig, customer research. So this is from research.hubspot.com. Now, over the past... Various episodes before episode 99, we've highlighted different things from HubSpot Research. And it's really about how growing companies are putting more focus, time and money providing excellent customer service. Because customer service equals looking after your customers. (laughs) It does. It's not that afterthought that we often just relegate it to. You know what? This is interesting because I was talking to you today in our discussion prior to recording this. Uh, some of the things we've been experiencing with customers of ours that actually have probably been doing a lot of B2B sales and now are going B2C and some of the things that they had no idea was going on and just their realisation of, oh, this is not so good has suddenly made them change a lot of things. And I think by working with them, we actually try to highlight it and say, look, there are problems here that we need to get fixed. So I think this is really key in doing that. So We're going to highlight a few things about growing companies and what you need to look for in customer service. Do you want to kick off with the first one? Yeah, and just a a bit of context for this. So this is research that HubSpot carried out through surveys and uh, analysis of various companies. And so what they found, amongst others, growing companies are more likely to prioritise customer success and what was interesting when they studied it, they actually found when they surveyed, say, customers, they found that less than half of customers actually felt that the company they were buying from was interested in their success. Yes. And you know how this idea of success, I think it's the buzzword at the moment, success and growth. It's kind of like the two words you've got to push into every blog post, you know, customer success. But it's actually a good way of describing it. And this idea of user experience with a customer, customer success. And so when a company focuses on it, it's often if because they're a growing company. Yeah, so number two I think we want to highlight is they favour efficiency and serving their customers. So efficiency is driving this customer service behaviour, and I think that's a real key. So even how they actually deal with people, like, you know, if they've got an issue, how do they actually deal with them? I, I was talking to a friend and a colleague of mine, and what was really interesting the other day, he said... He tried, he was using WP Engine, right? So I've suggested, need to move his site. It was running slow. For WordPress hosting. For WordPress hosting. Because I had a great experience from you telling me about it and me now using it myself. One of the really things he stood out to him, he goes, I try to find out where to get customer support, but everywhere I went, I saw the live chat. And that's how they preferred to actually support their customers because they were helping them instantaneously and getting things resolved quickly without having to submit a ticket, then go, oh, I wonder when they're going to respond to that ticket. And it's really highlighted to him, even in his business, which is an IT business, how does he support customers? So obviously people ring up, but if they don't ring up, how do we support them online appropriately? So we're now looking into options about how we serve his customers with online chat. It's a really good example, WP Engine, because that feeds into one of the next points, which is that uh, growing companies tend to prioritise and invest 
in their customer service programs. And that might sound obvious, but it's actually the exception quite often because customer sort is just kind of the poor junior that uh, they get stuck in the corner dealing with the angry customers, whereas WP Engine... You never get that feeling, do you? They're actually really senior technical people on customer service. And when you deal with them, there's never any, oh, I don't know, I have to check with my supervisor. In fact, WP Engine... They get it sorted quick. They're probably one of the best customer experience companies I can think of, actually. I would have to agree with you. Because when you do the chat, it's instant. There's none of this... uh, We'll be with you in 10 minutes' time. Yeah, join the queue kind of thing. It is. It's fantastic. So, yeah. Yeah, and I think... So, I mean, this is really key with, with our agencies, right? When we deal with people, you've really highlighted, like, your goal is never to have a ticketing system. And I hate... Not that I hate ticketing systems, but I don't want uh, us to make people a number. I mean, I want them to feel like they're getting dealt with and they've been listened to and they're actually getting answers in a timely fashion. So... I think it's a really key point as we move further along this journey of how we actually serve people. On to our HubSpot marketing feature of the week, Craig. Now, not many of you might know this, but make sure you have bot filtering enabled in HubSpot. Now, the key thing here is that if you create your HubSpot account after 1st of April 2017 this year, this feature is on by default. If you had accounts prior to this, it's not on by default. So I think it's really important, especially as we've got analytics data now coming in with all these analytic dashboards, it's really key to make sure we filter out this data. I agree. I didn't realise this option was even there until you pointed it out. So. No, it kind of slipped under the radar and I was poking around in the settings section and I discovered and I thought, oh, it's not on. Why is it not on? And so I started enabling it. And so I was doing that for my customer accounts. And then today when I was showing you, I'm like, oh, my one's not on. So I enabled it. Yeah, oh, I did. I went and enabled it on, on our portal as well. And I've got a little task noted to go through all our client portals and make sure it's on as well. Yeah. So that's really important. And then subsequent to that, which has always been around, is make sure you're filtering out your IP address, which it tells you what you have, and make sure you stick that in so you're not counting traffic of you going around your site looking at stuff and doing getting counted towards the traffic yeah totally agree by the way that's also a reminder for anyone in google analytics to go and make sure they're yes, filtering's on there as is. well in in the views for each property all right craig now onto our marketing tip of the week and this is what we were talking about earlier google my business and the new post feature and you've got a great example here because you wrote a post about how to optimize your Google My Business. Yeah, well, well we, thought, we, we thought it was funny. But yeah, Google My Business, as we've been saying the last couple of episodes, they're just running out new features all the time. And this is where you can actually write posts that will appear under your business listing in the Google search results. So this is an, another way to own more of your brand space. And uh, there's a few limitations. So it's not as though you have a, a heading, a title, and then a body and that. But you basically have about up to 250 or 300 uh, words that you can put in. And then a call to action button. And so we've got a screenshot of ours in there. Uh, and you can actually add an image as well. So I'm actually going to be playing with changing our image to have text on it, to have calls to action or something to grab attention. So, look, test and measure, Craig. Test and measure. As we've said, um, if you're not on top of Google My Business, now's the time to catch up because it's becoming more and more important. Yeah, and I think the other part of this is that just think about people. They don't just search on Google. They search on Maps. They search on other Google properties. And Google's using this data to put them on the map, for example, so they can be found. So I think that's a really key aspect. And if you're wondering, what is this? 
you most likely have a listing somewhere. You can go and claim it and verify it and then make the changes. But it's a really key thing that you should be doing. It is. And you know what? Now that I'm thinking of it, I'm get, and there's a screenshot that we've got of, of our agency there, I'm actually just going to change it and uh, put a post that's got an image of our HubSpot Gold Partner logo there. I mean, this is ripe for abuse, actually. I can see this getting <laughs> spammed by people. So, you know how we said a couple of episodes ago, marketers ruin everything. That's it's exactly like, right. This is open to be abused. And I'm no, look, Craig, I'm going to hold you responsible <laughs> yeah, be for res- your behavior. No, please do, please do. All right, on to our HubSpot sales feature of the week, Craig. And this is about using filters to find deals with an owner who is no longer with the company. Very key thing. Because salespeople can move around a bit. Yeah, this is a really good tip. For, uh, this is on the HubSpot blog, just about dealing with um, uh, deals. And so it, just one of the tips, there's a couple of tips in the post, well worth reading the whole thing, but the one we'll just highlight is what you said. You have people that have a deal assigned to them, they leave the company, uh, you delete the user or you deactivate it, and then, well, how do you find those deals? Because they have a HubSpot owner, so you can't do your usual query, which is find me deals that don't have that have no owner. So it's pretty smart and pretty easy actually when you when once you know. But there is actually an owner assigned date. So if a deal does have an owner, there's an owner assigned date. So that's how you can tell between deals that do and don't have an owner. So you choose that, and then you actually say owner is not any of, and you choose all the reps that you still have. So if you've got five in your sales team, you basically say, has an owner assigned date? An owner is not any of these five people? And bang. And so I actually did this for one of our customers and, wow, there was a whole bunch of deals. Um, that had never been looked That at. had owners that were yeah. all deactivated. And so we hadn't found them with our usual method, which is let's find some that don't have an owner at all. Yes. But here's the ones that had owners that... That were not existing. Yeah, and no company. one had thought to move them over. And the post has then further article uh, tips, which we won't go into on here, on how you can actually update them to a diff- different owners. Yeah, so this is a this is a great thing. I think you need to go back, have a look at your in your CRM, and find out if there are any users that own these contacts. All about data integrity. Exactly. All right, Craig. On to our opinion of the week. And this is a medium post talking about should we guarantee success? And I think we get this question quite a bit especially in the positions we're at and people wanting results and wanting outcomes. What do you think? Yeah, so it depends what how you define success, as you said, uh, but the answer is probably no because in the context of this post, it's around, oh, can you guarantee me a result that I'm actually not directly... In control of, In right? control yeah. of, and it kind of goes back to the last episode you were talking about proactive dashboards, yes. this whole idea of focus on the things you can control, not those that you can't. And quite often when we're asked, uh, can you guarantee success, it's about outcomes that we can't control. So yes, we can do strategies and tactics that aim for a result. Can we guarantee them? No. But what we can guarantee is the inputs that actually drive those results. It's a good post. Um, yeah, and I'm going to read, I'm gonna yeah. read a little bit of this. It says, um, so one of the, the questions was, do I guarantee success in this? And the question was, I would love to guarantee it, but I can't. And no marketer can do that unless he or she is a fraud, a beginner, or demands a business share, which you will likely be denied. Also, for some niches and traffic channels, cost per acquisition model is indeed working, but there are a few of them. Imagine that before applying to some university, a high school graduate asks a dean, do you guarantee that after graduating from the university, my life will be successful? 
University degree is a strong predicator of a life success, but high education doesn't assume it by default. I thought that's a great... It's a good analogy, isn't <laughs> good it? good analogy. Yeah. yeah, that's right. So opinion of the week there. Love to know your thoughts. Uh, yeah. Listeners, leave us a comment. All right, Craig, on to our productivity tip of the week. Now, we started talking about this because we were saying, hang on, we asked some people to... We've asked, like, and we've done this ourselves. You know, we're really busy during the day. People come up to us and say, hey, Craig, can you send me the outline of the show? And then you kind of go away and you do what you're doing. You talk to your customers and you forget to send the outline of the show. Yeah, it's a typical scenario, right? And we ask them, oh, can you do this? Oh, yep, sure, I'll do that. Or they even offer that. say, oh, by the way, I'll do this for you. I'll send you this. And you're going, oh, great. Yeah, oh, I'll send it to her when I get back to my desk. And then you're waiting, waiting, you never get it. Now, they had the best of intentions. They just forgot, like we all do. It's busy. So we've got basically a tip for that. That's right. So what we've actually done is we've created a we've created a bit of a system saying, you know, when you do that, just create a reminder email. And you can do this as part of your canned responses in Gmail or use a template in HubSpot sales that basically says, Hi, Craig, as per our chat today, here's a reminder email I promised to send you. Thanks for whatever it is they said they'll do. Thanks, Ian. Yeah, and so basically when they say, oh, I'll send you this, blah, 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 and you go, oh, that'll be great. I'll tell you what, I'll send don't you worry about it. I'll send you a reminder email so you don't forget. Then, yeah. they, then they know they're going to get an email from you reminding you. So and you know what? That's the, the flip side of that is sometimes when people tell me that and I'm really busy, I actually tell them, can you please send me an email so I don't forget it? And that also gets, gets some action happening as opposed to um, – like me instigating it as opposed to the yeah. person instigating it. You're actually it, so. taking it off their plate Correct. and taking responsibility for it so they don't have to remember, they don't, and you just, yeah, it's great. Yeah. So I think if we can, if we can uh, implement this and, and keep on track, you know, we'll get things done. And to bring this back, if you're actually using HubSpot CRM, you can actually create your call queue and you can actually go through and actually complete a lot of these things. So one of the things I want to highlight is that, you know, are you – always in the tool using it or are you outside of the tool using other things because this is a good way to actually keep a track of what needs to happen with your tasks daily that you know need to take place all right craig on to our podcast of the week so this is a new one that you've put me on to yeah this is from one of my friends i listened to this and this is um it's called trail blazers with walter isaacson and this is a podcast by dell and they have some really interesting and varied topics but what i really liked about this was a great insight into the way we value and move money and he really he explores bitcoin and how long evolution of currency with with some guests and what i really liked he gave, gave a good background as to how monetary systems work and how things were you know tied to the gold standard what bitcoin has done why people use and like bitcoin and what what is coming our way and i think it's really insightful, especially as marketing managers, understanding how money moves around because at the end of the day, that's how we all get paid. And what happens? Because I think there are peop- lots of people that are unaware of things that are happening. Like, I'll, like, example, Apple will release the new iOS now and you'll almost have a wallet inside your phone where money will probably never leave Apple. It'll be transacted between users like we kind of use PayPal now. Nice. And that's coming. So, so all of these things are actually playing in the whole monetary field, which people are probably not aware of. And I think it's a great way to listen and educate yourself as to what's Fascinating. going Fascinating. I'm looking forward to that. I'm going to listen to that on the way home tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Have it in the car. 
All right, now we've got some great resources of the week about uh, from Social Media Examiner about dark social. We'll let you read that and um, pick up some good tips. And it talks about um, including things like Messenger and so on and WhatsApp. So we'll encourage you to read that. Finally, our quote of the week, Craig, it's from Jeff Bezos, the founder of Amazon. And he says, we see our customers as invited guests to a party and we are the hosts. It's our job every day to make every important aspect of the customer experience a little better. Well, he's certainly got customer experience working well, doesn't he? He sure does. He's great. I wonder, I wonder how much inspiration he's given the WP Engine guys because yeah, mm. they're up there. Yeah, absolutely. So as we wrap up this episode, we'd love you to leave us a review on iTunes. We'd love you to join our WhatsApp group and we'd love you to be a part of the community. And, and Craig. I, well, just before we go, I just want to say well done, Ian, because listeners may not know this, but we record a couple of episodes at once. It's now um, around 10 o'clock at night, and Ian had two hours sleep last <laughs> night. So he's, he's actually had a long day, and then we recorded, planned, and prepared a few episodes, and he's pulled through, and I can see you're about to crash, but well done. Thank you, You've Craig. Done really well. And as we finish 99 and listeners, episodes 100 and 101, we've got two special guests. So look forward to that because it is very special. Until next time, Craig. Catch you later, Ian. Hey there. Thanks for listening to this episode of HubShots. For show notes and the latest HubSpot news and tips, please visit us at hubshots.com.